My name is Tolu Lopai and I just want to give a few tips about um, what it was like applying for the PTDM scholarship. So um, I applied for the PTDM scholarship at a point in time when, where I was applying for many other scholarships just like maybe a few of you are doing right now and um, it was only the PTDF scholarship that came through. Um, I also applied over the span of two years, that means I applied in 2017 and I also applied in 2018 and well it was the 2018 application that came through so I'll try and compare what I did in, in both years to maybe see what, what I did differently that could maybe make your, um, your application process um, much better. Um, so, um, PTDF scholarship is funded by the Nigerian government. So you have um, um, the requirements are you need to have YAC results with math and English, you need to have your NYC certificate, you need to have an international passport, and you also need to submit a, like a motivation letter. So um, my motivation letter was a, a page just like I do for other scholarships. So what I do is I have a template and then I fine tune it to suit whatever scholarship I'm applying for. So um, for PTDF scholarship, I just needed to make my motivation letter suit the, um, to show them the benefits of my course to the oil and gas sector in Nigeria, right? So I studied civil engineering for my undergrad. So I, um, I, I was interested in studying environmental engineering for my postgrad. So I indicated that in my statement of interest. And I also indicated like things I had done in uni, like achievements and all that. Um, you also have an avenue to submit um, like it's called like other documents so it's just like you need to show them proof of things you've done in school so for me I attached um, some certificates of some awards I got in school I also attached um, like some scholarships that I got some proofs of scholarships that I, I had while I was in undergrad so it's just like to to boost my chances of getting in so the requirements for PTDF is actually a 2-1 and they have some specific courses they fund, which is like mostly, you know, of course, courses related to the oil and gas sector, like petroleum engineering, process engineering, um, all this ge geological, geoscience, something like that. Yeah. And then, so for me, I, I had a first class in civil engineering, but I was intending to study environmental engineering. So I indicated that in my statement later. But, um, I would also like to say that um, having a 2-1 doesn't really stop you. Yeah, in, in fact, they give preference to first-class students because most of the people I saw that had a scholarship had a first-class, but I also met a few people that had a 2-1. So for me, I would say to back up your 2-1 to, to improve your chances of getting in, if you have a 2-1, you should attach some evidence of like your academic excellence in school. And you can also attach evidence of academic excellence from secondary school. That is if you don't have enough from your undergrad, right? So you should try and do that. Then um, I made my application in, this, in November or December of 2018. I did not get a response until April 2019, which was like five, four or five months later, in which I was called for, a, for an interview. So um, for the two years that I did this PTDF scholarship application, I got to the interview stages for both the 2017 application and 2018 application. I would say that the major difference was that um, in the 2018 application, I came with all these proofs. Initially, when I was doing in 2017, I just came with my undergrad certificate and, you know, 
the basic things they required were X certificates. You need to come with original documents, by the way. So um, I came with all these original documents for X certificate, international passports, undergrad certificates, and then they were like, okay, so what did you achieve in your undergrad? And I was telling them, okay, I had a Bami scholarship, I had Sharon scholarship, and they were like, okay, how do you prove that? So I did not have proof of that. So the second time I was coming for the interview, I came with all this proof. And yeah, that was kind of what supported my, my application process in that. It's like I noticed from the second interview that it was like a point-based system, like, right? So if perhaps you have um, six A's in Y, that's like five points already. I mean, just having, um, sorry, just having um, a pass in English and maths, I mean, just having your Y result is like five points already. Then if you have your undergrad certificate with like a first class, that could be like five points. And then if you have um, an, an award of excellence, that's another five points. If you have two awards of excellence, that's 10 points. If you have three hours of excellence, that's, that's 10, um, 15 points. So you see that the more certificates you bring, the more your points, the more your chances of getting in, right? So I think that was what made the difference for me in the 2018 application that I did. I came with, like, some of, some of the time I didn't even have the proof, right? So I, I just probably had an email from the scholarship that said, oh, congratulations you, you've got a scholarship so that's why I printed out and I showed to them okay this is the proof of one scholarship I have I also had a scholarship from my university so um, that time it was only um, they only used to give us cash awards they didn't give us any certificate or anything but I remember there was a list that was on the website on the school website one time so I printed out that list with my name I just highlighted my name and I brought it and showed it to them so that was like another five points you get so those were one of the things that boosted my chances of getting a scholarship and then um, in a way I feel like I connected more with my with my um, interviewers because the last time it was all too formal I think um, for me the thing was um, the second time I kind of studied like their the mood of the interview session at that point in time, I realized if I was too formal, if I was too coming with all that big grammar, I might not be able to pass my message across, especially seeing that I do not have a petroleum and gas or chemical engineering background. I needed them to understand why environmental engineering was important to the sector, right? So sometimes you don't need all that big grammar and all those technical language. You might not be able to pass your message across. So if you can explain what you want to say in simple terms I realized I was able to connect with the table because they understood me and in short it was more like a chat less like a formal interview and in a way that's I think what boosted my chances because they they remembered the my interview had like it was quite different from what they were used to all the te technical jibijaba that most people come with right so um and thirdly I would advise so eventually I got the scholarship, I mean I got like a, an email telling me I was successful in the interview about two months later, that was in July. So and at that point in time, um, ideally PTDF is supposed to, once you get a scholarship, once you get a success, once you are successful in scholarship, ideally PTDF is supposed to provide you not just with the scholarship but also with the admission from the schools you selected in your application process. So for considering that I wanted to go to Imperial College, which is like a really big school in the UK. If I'm if I'm coming to them in July, school is resuming in September and I'm coming in July that I have a scholarship, I need admission. The chances of me getting admission are very slim because usually because of 
the the name of the school most applications close December the previous year so you see that um, I, I noticed a lot of students um, ha after ha after getting the PTDF scholarship they couldn't get an admission PTDF could not get them an, an, an admission because it was too late July is is too late basically so um, luckily for me because I I wasn't just depending on PTDF for scholarships I was also I mean, I applied to so many other scholarships that um, required me to seek my admission on my own. So basically, I had applied to many schools. In short, I had like um, roughly 10 admissions waiting. I just needed a scholarship, right? So I had a admission from Imperial College, I had from Newcastle, I had from Cranfield, I had from Leeds, and the list goes on. I mean, I can't even remember all of them right now. So I had those admissions. So when I got the, the PTDF scholarship, I just told them, okay, there's no need for them to seek admission for me. This is my proof of admission from the school I want to go to. So that's why I submitted to them. And that was good for me because so many people wanted to come to Imperial, but they couldn't because the slots were full in their departments. A few people were still able to get in that July. I mean, some departments don't get filled up as quickly and others get filled up way, way earlier. So I think just give yourself, instead of settling for a school that you don't really like or having to defer your scholarship to another year, it's best if you, while you're applying for your scholarship, also apply to schools. So I think um, that's most of the tip I, I have. If I have, if you have any other questions, you can just put them in the comment section or if you're not clear on anything else. I mean, I think, I just, I hope I've been able to pass some message across. Thank you.